we doing everyone? Welcome to episode two of Talking to Mod. Episode one saw me talking to Darren Barker, retired boxer and now commentator on boxing. Fantastic, all-round great guy and that was a really good podcast and I know a lot of people could relate to what he was talking about so go and check that one out. Episode two, which is this one, believe it or not, he sees me talking to a Belfast band, the Jet Black Tulips, who are making waves all around Northern Ireland at the moment and they've got a very very special announcement. I can't wait to speak to them. You can't wait to listen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode two of Talking to Mod with my guests, the Jet Black Tulip. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a band called the Jet Black Tulips, Belfast band. I think they're phenomenal. I like them. You're going to like them if you've got a good taste in music. So lads, let's see your story. How did it start? Well, technically, you could say it started eight years ago with a band called Pretty Cartel, which my dad's a part of, uh, representing. Um, they did the music to my um, documentary I brought out about yeah. six years ago. Yeah. So it's a band. My dad, my dad's in the band. He does rhythm guitar and backing vocals, and they were doing a music video. Uh, and I must have been about. Well, I was eight, I think, eight or nine. Leon, you were six. I was like or six, yeah. Um, About two years ago then. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, Leon was uh, sort of the character in the video that the music was based off of. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I was proper jealous. Because I was like, why am I not the main character? So I was proper jealous of Leon. But... Obviously, my dad was close with Deborah and stuff like that, you know, so we all knew, like, we knew of each other for ages. I started getting into music around 13 um, and wanted to start a band. And when it came to lockdown and stuff, I really wanted to start a band and could, but I knew of Leon, obviously, through the music video and stuff like that. So that's pretty much where it began with me and Leon. And then Thomas came along from school. Yeah. And... Duncan, the newest member in the band, he joined back in December, but we're here now, you know. I know, man, and there he is, look, plugging the Iron Brew again. Plugging the Iron Brew, I really want that sponsor, like. To be fair, mate, so am I. So I've got an Adidas flag in the background. Leon, <laughs> you got anything to add on that, my mate? Nothing really, Nan said everything that needed to be said, that's why the band formed, and couldn't be happier with it, you know what I mean? Here now. And let, let's no. not touch, look, Leon, how old are you, mate? I'm 16, as of last October, and youngest member of the band here. And the thing is, how do you find that, mate, being the youngest member of the band? Do, 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 does it really matter? I mean, you seem to get on like a house on fire. I mean, there's a real friendship in that group, and it's there for everyone to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. The band is just close. It's like a big family. I don't know that sounds cheesy as fuck, but that's what it is. It's a yeah. big family. We look after each other and we all love each other, really. Although it may not seem like it. <laughs> you ain't going to start like having a punch-up with each other at your next gig or nothing like that, no? That depends. Oh. It's a all right with it, so we might we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And the, the thing is, it makes headlines. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Bad publicity. Exactly. Trust me. I, I couldn't let Leon. So, boys, <laughs> boys, let's 
talk about your inspirations. All right, so Leon, let's do you first, mate. Growing up, what was an inspiration for you? Musical hero? Who's that in the background, well, mate? I can't see that. Well, I'm, uh, that's my dad right there behind me. There. I can't, can't see him. Do you want to come here? Especially to, to say your your parents are a big inspiration because they my parents are an inspiration to mine as well. Come on. How are we doing, Kurt? Yeah. All right. I've been, trying, I've been trying to join for the past ten months. <laughs> live, mate. It is live. So, as we haven't spoke to you for a while, do you know what? Let's just end it there. Now you've joined. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, mate? You're all good. Yeah, not too so bad. Talk about your inspirations, mate, growing up. I mean, obviously, you're the drummer, aren't you? Yeah. Keith Moon? Uh, no. Uh, big inspiration. <laughs> oh. Uh, big inspiration for me be uh, Taylor Hawkins and Dave Grohl. Yeah, yeah, fair play there, mate. You can't really knock that, can you? That's good, man. Have you anyone else got anything to add? I can go for my inspirations if you want, like. Please, mate. Um, Me? Obviously, like Leon said, my dad played a big part, and my mum also played a big part in the music I listened to. Brilliant. I grew up listening to, you know, when I was like, around that time, I was talking about with Leon, it was a lot of BDI, the Coutiners, The View, you know, a lot, a lot of the bands that were about in that scene, and um, obviously the Gallagher Brothers is an influence, and nearly anyone that's doing music nowadays. Um, a couple of American influences like Tom Petty and stuff like that. And I know, I'm not, I'll speak for Thomas, even though he's not here, he likes a lot of sort of the American stuff as well. And it really just, it gives us a wide variety in sound, I like to think, with that many inspirations coming from all over, you know, all over music. Exactly. If you can take a little bit of everyone's inspirations and heroes, it's just a recipe for some good music, really, isn't mm -hmm. it? Would you agree? Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. But obviously, you've been you've been doing a few gigs now. Uh, I've seen your posts. You've had some fantastic ones. I met you all before the um, was it Voodoo? March of the Mods. Mods. Oh, How did that go? It looked like you had a good reception. <laughs> it was class. It was amazing. Good first gig back. Um, we hadn't gig created up until that point, and. Uh, Leon, if you want to add a bit about it, because you proper proper surprised me at that gig. It was your first gig singing and stuff. So if you want to come on and talk about it, next. Yes. Sorry, Sorry. Yes, I remember. You. This was your first time singing, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, it was. Brilliant. Let's I'm going to. Hear it. Let's hear August. it. I'm going from City Hall and then playing Dublin and then having a big massive gap from that August of what was it March? Yeah, August. Yeah. March. March. Yeah. That March. Yeah, it was just, it was building up and building up. And me, personally, I was shitting myself before doing backing vocals. Like, it's easy enough, but 
Yeah, I didn't know that at the time, and then going up and doing it was just, it blew me away, like, and it's just given me a whole other confidence that I never knew I had, and hearing Duncan come in, and everyone just, it was just a great gig, great atmosphere, and I couldn't have asked for a better first kick back, like, honestly. Just before I go into drums, um, Ian, listening to you there, mate, I can tell you've got a lot, a lot of passion, and I tell you now, um, when you've got that much passion, all of you, in fact, boys, um, that's like an extra boost because it proves just how much you want it. So if I could give you confidence, uh, not confidence, if I could give you a bit of feedback from what I've learned, it's always have that fire of, of passion there burning because as soon as you lose it, boys, then that's, not, that's when you're not going to have, like, you're not going to be up to your full potential. Yeah. But that, that, that's brilliant, Leon, honestly. Well done, lad. I'm, I'm really proud of you, mate. You've done brilliant. I know your mum and dad are too, mate. So well done. So I've seen the pictures of the drummer. I know he likes to take his shirt off. After <laughs> yeah. you're, you're after a date or something after the gig. Oh, all right. Go on, mate. How was it for you? How was it for you? Yeah, um, the, that was my first ever sort of professional level gig. It was sort of just, it, it was very warm. And it got up to Corner Box, which is probably our fastest tune that we play live. And I'm like, I won't. I, I just needed to take my shirt off. It was too warm. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was going to make it through the rest of the set. No, fair play to you, lads. Fair play to you. I've got a few questions here, but listen, if you've got anything you want to tell me about or you want to tell me some stories, just feel free to interrupt you or, or, or say whatever you want, boys, because it's, it's, not, it's not so much an interview or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. The way I do these podcasts is it's just a chilled out chat. All right, so we will talk about anything. Talk about Fulham Football Club if you want. We've done well last I'll season. Pass. Yeah. I'll oh. pass. <laughs> <laughs> But I tell you what, so that was it. Uh, was that your last gig you did, or have you had some? No, you've had a few I, since the. Um, I know we've done a few. Since we've done what three from then four. Brilliant. So we were in the boat. Um, one was in Bangor, oh, and it was, it was in my college, well, and that was shade. To be honest, it was a great gig. <laughs> but uh, the rest of the gig. Don't put us down. Um, McHugh's was good. I think McHugh's was probably our best gig back from that oh, point. I, I remember that. I was somewhere. I remember seeing you were in there. I think it was this. Was it a Friday night? Yeah. 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 I think it was the same time as Badly Drawn Boy was performing, wasn't it? I was. I think he was on the Saturday or something. Yeah. No, I think no, he was, was done that. It was the Friday. Yeah. So I remember I was mm -hmm. going to go and then I went to um, see Badly John Boy. So sorry. He was well called. Sorry. But I'll be there next one. see next one, boys. Well, we're not meant to say, but we're going to say anyway because we've well, been well. waiting that long. Hold it to the end then. Hold it to the end, right? Hold okay. The next one that people can know about is the ATMV in Belfast, which is free, and these can all come up there. That's on and that's the 16th. The, uh, the, the, obviously, the shop in Belfast. Yeah, I yeah. And yeah. will that be upstairs by the vinyls, probably? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Brilliant. What's the date there, boys? 16th September, isn't it, guys? Yeah. Write me up. Same shit. Yeah. 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 It is. Right. 
I'll, I'll make sure I book that one up and I'll be there, boys. All right, I'd like to see you again live, and I bring my little boy Lonnie as well, and uh, he can be your youngest fan in the crowd. <laughs> so let's talk about. Obviously, you've done a few gigs yourself. Um, uh, drummer Duncan, isn't it the drummer? Yeah. Sorry, mate. Um, I'm, as I said, I'm so bad with names. But uh, you said the last one, the one in March, was your first gig with the band, right? So, yes. So maybe that's probably your best gig. But overall, boys, what would you say each of you has been your favourite gig so far? Most <laughs> memorable moment? I, you can I, go I, first. Me and Alan is the same one, I think. Yeah. Is no, it? No, All right, Duncan, no, what about you first, mate? Thank well, Mine's probably McHugh's. Yeah. Oh. I would be a runner up. Yeah. City Hall uh, for me and Leon. Yeah. Belfast City Hall. And uh, it's like, see, even, well, I was 17 when we played it. Leon was, you were 15. Yeah. See, being, see, being that young and stepping on stage at the grounds of Belfast City Hall, and, you know, it's like in everyone's hometown on Pride Day in front of loads of people that didn't know who we were. That was like a mini glass and breathing us in our head. That's what that was like. We were like proper, proper buzzing to go on and play a gig of that size. And it was just like everyone, just, we seemed to click with the crowd. The crowd were young. We were young. It's the first time we played in front of that many people. And the place just went bonkers. By the end of the set, everyone was up jumping about. And we were just like, we were loving it, and it's a moment me and Leon still talk about till this day because it was like, I think that's where a lot of the passion comes from doing that gig. Made mm. us realise really that we did have something about us, you know. Do you agree, Leon? Definitely, hundred percent. Lad, and said everything. There, like nothing else I can add. That's just, yeah, <laughs> great, brilliant. It was amazing. So before I get on to some more like music-related questions, let's uh, let's find out. So why the name? Huh. Wow. <laughs> um, right, well the name came, my dad sent me a post by Jay Miller. You know Jay Miller from Liam's band? He was in Kasabian. Yes, yes. Um, his Instagram name was Jet Black Tulip, which is a Kasabian lyric, and I can't remember what song it's from. And I should know it, like, where our band name came from. from. But it's, um, technically, it's a Kasabian lyric, and we just thought it would make a cool band name. And three years later, you know, here we are. Uh, well, that's it, mate. That's it. No, fair play to you. That's a good one. I, I'm not the biggest Kasabian fan. I know Nadine likes them and all that, but I'm not massive on them. There's a couple of songs I'd listen to, but mm -hmm. you know what I mean? We'll rush out the door to go and listen to them. Yeah. But each to their own. If we all listen to the same music, the world would be boring, wouldn't it, mate? Exactly. Exactly. That, that brings me on nicely to this question. So, growing up, you must have had, I mean, growing up, you're still growing up, do you know what I mean, boys? I'm, I'm the oldest one in there. You probably combine everyone's age and you're still probably not even my age yet. But who who would you say, obviously, we've gone through your heroes, but mm. what album, what album stands out for all of you? So, for me, it's without doubt the jam, Setting Suns. That is my all time favorite album. After that, it's all modcons by the jam. After that, it's all, it's probably, I don't, I don't it's, it's a toss up really between definitely maybe or um, 
the Beatles white label mm. base. It's, to be fair, the, the top two are always the jam. Well, to be fair, the other week it was like top one, two, three, four, they were all the jam. Yeah. The gift, you know, I could go on forever. I could do a podcast all about the jam, to be honest with you. But yeah. it's not <laughs> about the Beatles, it's about you lot today. So tell me what album is your favourite? Well, do you want to go first? Yeah. Go on, mate. Yeah. Uh, I'd say my top say top three albums, I couldn't put it in order. Cooler Shaker, uh, K has to be on it for me. It's an amazing band live, but through lockdown, that album got me through majority of it. Um, I'd say it has to be one of the Oasis albums. I mean, it could be any of the first three, really. Like, I'll pick Morning Glory f for now, but it changes, you know, all the time. I'd say another album that that got me through lockdown would be Get Born by Jet. That would be, because lockdown was with a band that started and when I'd really got into songwriting and stuff like that. So they would be my free, free albums that I was listening to and trying to write like at that time. But it changes, it changes all the time. 100%. Liam? Um, well, I've only got three, but I could go on for days or hours with naming albums that have inspired me. But the top three, I have to say, no particular order would be Rubber Soul by the Beatles or Revolver, because that spot has to be one of the other albums, because that was what I was listening to growing up in the car and all, and just was really where I began listening to music. Quadrophenia by The Who, because it's just iconic. It's the Who, like, can't beat them, like. And um, Paul Allen's debut album, because again, what got me on in the music, hearing it around the car. Having a massive family about Waller and the jam, like a dedicated religion to him. But that's why that's, that's my three. Phenomenal, mate. Phenomenal. And and I must still um, plug to the people who are listening that you're still at such a young age to be listening, listing off names like that, mate. So it's, it's, yeah, it's really encouraging to know that there's people out there who've got a great taste in music at so young. So I love that, mate. And a lot can be said about your parents as well. That's a great upbringing, mate. So well done. Uh, Duncan, let's hear about you then, mate. Don't say Steps and S Club 7. <laughs> Never heard a song by them. <laughs> I, I, I think it'd probably be Wasting Life by the Foo Fighters, top one. Yeah. Yeah. Then self-titled Foo Fighters one, that came out in 1995. And then Songs for the Deaf by Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Nice one, boys. Nice one. So, when this goes out, when this goes out, there's going to be some people, of course, who know about your music. And the main reason is for doing it, boys, I think, is to try and find a new audience as well and get yeah. more people listening to your gigs. So, for people, uh, not your gigs, your music, sorry, lads. So, for people who are listening to you for the first time, right, describe your, describe your, in fact, just describe the band in one word. Energetic. Leon. Long hair. What is it now? Long hair. Long hair. Long hair. <laughs> That's Long hair. Listen, listen, I'll break the rules for you because I've just given you a big compliment, but I said one word, <laughs> all right? So don't worry, mate. Listen, we'll turn a blind eye to that. Duncan. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, Lennon took my word. I was going to say energetic. And I'll say cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Duncan, you're a man of few words, ain't you? Do you know what I mean, son? Uh, uh, yeah, I am. 
Until he gets behind the kid. When he's behind the kid, he says everything and he don't know about him, you know, that kind of guy. Oh, one of them, eh? One of them. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, let, let's 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 play a little game now, boys. Right? Right. You've been called up to do a festival. First of all, what's your dream festival? You can go Glastonbury. to the Isle of Wight. You can go to Glastonbury. Oh. You get anyone you want. Why not? Which one would you like to do? So let's go for that first. Glastonbury. It has to be Glastonbury. It can't be any. It can't be any other man. Of course it is. It is the festival. Of course it is. Of course it is. So Leon, would you agree? Glasgow, because you get to go for free and I'm not paying 400, 500 quid for a ticket, so you get to go for your <laughs> He's a businessman as well, eh? If he doesn't have to spend a bit of money, mate, he's in there. Yeah. Duncan? Yeah, no, same glass and brief for me. Right, brilliant. So you're there, boys, you're there. Now, what would be... You're, I tell you what, not only are you there, you're also headlining it. All right. Oh, right. No but pressure. you get to pick. You get to. Do you see what I mean? This is the stuff of dreams, mate. I'll be promoting that. <laughs> this time next year, boys, it'll be happening. I'm telling you. So what about what free bands? You can pick free bands who are on before you. All right. So let's start with you, Leon. What free bands would oh, you like? Straight right, away. So they can't show us up. They can't show us up. So better put the Arctic Monkeys on then. So I have, if it was three bands on before us, I'd go in order, The View, Brilliant. The Containers, and then I would maybe go for to scare people a bit. I'd maybe go for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers because no one know who he is, and the people who do know would go mental. Yeah, and then you know, you it calms everyone down. Then we come on, they're a headline set in the pyramid stage. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> brilliant, man! Brilliant, Leon. Have you had, do you need a little bit more time to think? I mean, to be fair, Duncan. Is a man of very few words, so he's probably going to list off the bands in one sentence. Well, I want something to go for, man, because I think I've got some. Go on, go on. I don't know. Hear it, mate. Right. So, we're going to go. I know I said that they can't show us up, but I'm going to do the world a favour and I'm going to say Oasis just to get them back together. Have them some photos. Right. And then you get another Manchester band, a well-known band called The Roses. You get the Stone Roses up there. And um, just have a 90s night, 90s Manchester, and then you get uh, and then Happy Monday. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What's the third one? Happy Mondays. Brilliant. Brilliant. I saw them... Um, to be fair, a little story, that was Lonnie's uh, first gig. He saw uh, the Happy Mondays. I did a show at uh, Ali Pali, and the, the, the band that were headlining, I think was Orbital, but before them was uh, Happy Mondays. And I had my little son with me, and he was watching them. And at the end, or before, I think, Bez, he, he was, we saw Bez, and um, little Lonnie was so met, like fixated he, on his little... Uh, maracas he just didn't look at anything else he was just trying to grab him and nick him it was brilliant mate so that kid's gonna go far definitely duncan what about you mate i think i i know 
I don't want to get shown up by any of the bands, but I also want to have a really good time while Why not? waiting for my free play. ticket, man. So, <laughs> definitely the Foo Fighters. Uh, yes. Uh, the Foo Fighters. Probably Foo Fighters, Queens of Stone Age, and then Arctic Monkeys, just to hear uh, one song, Brian Storm. Yeah. I have them on before also. Uh, yeah, no, yeah I... I'll get the crowd out. Brilliant, man. Brilliant. So, as we, while we're on the topic of other bands and music, what would you say is the best gig that you lads have ever attended? And Leon, I'm going to put it out there, mate. If you don't say the Brian Jonestown massacre at the limelight because the Magic Mod was supporting... No, 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 the support act was better than the band, Definitely. I'll pay you for saying that, mate. Well done. Can you say it one more time for those who didn't listen? Ah, uh, the support band for the Brian Jonestown in the limelight was top notch better than the actual band. Let's see. This is, this is why you're going to go far and I've got a lot of time for you, mate. I love that. <laughs> no, re honestly, go on then, boys. Best gig you've ever attended? Uh, Glasgow. Yeah. Was mental. Yeah. Leon? Old Fruit Market, Glasgow Old Fruit Market, and it was Killer Sugar headlining, and it was like 2,000 people, place went bonkers. It was class. It was amazing. Leon? Well, I'm going to see the who in a few days and i think that'll be the best gig i've ever been to but oh well it could be shit but now i'm saying liam gallagher uh first time i saw him in manchester cricket grounds i was my first gig ever and it just blew me away my favorite gig was uh seeing queen in the ssc arena last year different yeah love that mate love that so where's as we said you know we've touched up on inspirations we touched up on your heroes your favorite albums let's, let's now ask you what does the future hold hmm. for the jetback tulips well we've obviously got the big gig that we can't talk about we all about the near future or within like where we picture ourselves in two or three years like because it's it's not Pierce Morgan. This is your life. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> anything, anything you want, mate. Anything you want. Yeah, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, all right. Let, five years time. Five years time. Where where do you see yourself, oh, lads? Probably with with an album, mate. With loads of energetic tunes that captures the energy of being young. Relates to everyone, even though it might relate to the younger crowd a bit more. Everyone was young at one point, so I think everyone. Maybe maybe one or two albums out. I know we'll definitely have an EP out, and it will be hopefully you know hopefully the gigs just get bigger and bigger. But music wise, I mean, we've we've got songs that will that are here for ages that nobody will hear for a very long time, and they're maybe we think they're just as good as the ones that we're releasing. So we're we hope it stays the same, you know. You're just waiting for the right the right um, moment to yeah. put something out. <laughs> Pretty much. Brilliant, man. Brilliant. Leon, what about yourself, my friend? Well, do you want the realistic version or the, the non-realistic version? Because I've got two here. Well, no, because let me tell you something, mate. I used to uh, I used to think that myself. But the thing is, you make it happen. So 
what, what might seem unrealistic in your head, when you say it out loud, people might go, hang about, you can do that. So don't look at it like that, mate. So I'll ask you the question, where do you see yourself in five years time, mate? On top of the world, top of the yeah. world, with these four lads behind me, three lads behind me as well, definitely. See, that, that, that's what I like, mate, that's confidence. And the thing is, people, if you don't have the confidence, lads, as I said to you at the, at the beginning, you know, you've got to be like really passionate and motivated on it. If you don't believe it, then why should the people who are listening to your music yeah. believe? It? I mean, let's go back to two famous bands when we say Oasis and the Stone Roses. You know, you only got to look at their early interviews and what they said about themselves. They believed it. You know, when Ian Brown said we are the best band in the world, you believed him. When Liam Gallagher said it, you believed them. So you know, the, the sky's the limit, lads. And that's the thing. As long as you lot believe in yourself and you've got yeah. the right support behind you, which I know you all have, you've got fantastic parents, each and every one of you. Uh, so they're going to be supporting you through thick and thin. And the thing is, it seems like you've got a really good little loyal fan base as well. And that will help you and pick you up when you need it. So, um, Duncan, where do you see yourself in five years' time, mate? Uh, again, probably same as Lennon, just lots of new tracks out there yeah. out and about and just out and about doing big gigs maybe a few in America Love that yeah man definitely yeah. why not why not I think in fact let's I've asked you to describe yourself in one word but what would you describe your style let's talk about that quickly before we ask about the big announcement if for mm. people who are listening who don't can't see you you know, for the people on the podcast when it goes out and they're yeah. listening, describe what your style is, lads. Anything from 70s and 90s, early 2000s, it's pretty much like a mashup, a, a mashup of style, the way we get on on stage. There's a bit of punk, there's a bit of, you know, a bit of Britpop, obviously, which you'll hear more in the songs and you will see on stage and stuff like that. But... I mean, it's it's not really for us to decide. Our, like we go on and be ourselves. It's other people can decide what our style is. I think we know, we know our music. We know how good our music is, and if we think it's good enough to put out there, then other people can decide our style. You know, that's it's not what it, we're not about really. As much as we all love mall culture and stuff like that, I don't think we're not here to be associated with our culture. We're here to make music, and if people want to tie us to one, they can do that. You know, that's that's. My take on it, anyway. Like that's that's how I said. Nothing wrong with that, mate. Liam. Well, I range from, from well anything basically. Not now. I'm I'm old. I'm older. So about sixties, nineties, mod, psychedelic, mm. what have you. Just modeling after my idols and just looking cool. <laughs> and what about yourself, Duncan? <laughs> I think it's it's hard for me to decide. It's sort of just. Whenever I think of the band, I mainly just think of just rock music. There's sort of just some tunes are heavier, some tunes are a bit lighter. Yeah, man. So it's, it's, all, it's all still very energetic and punchy. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. So let's ask about this look, this big announcement then. Are we allowed to? I mean, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Let's see, let's see yeah. it. So, the rules. on the, uh, the 5th, 5th of August, we are stepping on stage at Falls Park as part of the filler and it's uh, a gig we were came off the back of City Hall we were told that there'll be thousands in attendance and um, 
you know, it's a free gig. Uh, it's hopefully turn a couple of faces on this. I know we're bringing some of the crowd that, that do follow us a bit of gigs down there too. And we're just going to just gonna go there and have it, pretty much, you know. We're looking forward to it. It'll be the biggest, well, be the biggest gig crowd-wise to date. Like, but, yeah, I mean, it's massive. It is. It's massive for us. And um, we can't wait. Say that date one more time, please. 5th of August. Falls Park, uh, part of the film. Brilliant, man. Brilliant. We'll be having some of that. You boys all looking forward to that? Yeah. 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 Like, but looking forward to it. <laughs> you do like a little, little film, like in the running. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. You, do you remember when the Stun Roses got back together and then they, they had, um, I think it was Shane Meadows, yeah. uh, recording them in the studio. And then... Yeah. They did the like you, you know the run up to the gigs. I think maybe you should do that as well, boys. I reckon yeah. get as much footage as you can. TikTok's a good little one. A lot of people use yeah, TikTok everyone. these days. A lot of people. I know, mate. I know it's like the disease. Social media. <laughs> it? it helps you. It does help though, lads. And um, hopefully at the end of the when this podcast comes out, hopefully a lot of people will listen to it and enjoy your story. Mm -hmm. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to be playing a song called Oh Yes. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh, I yeah. wrote down, oh, yes. That's my fault. So, we're going to be playing, oh, yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, it's the same fucking thing, isn't it? Yeah, pretty um, much. Like, it's just a bit more excited, I think. You know? So, before, <laughs> let, let's, oh. let's hear a little bit about that before, at the end, as I said, at the end, it will be played. People who are mm -hmm. listening now won't be able to hear it, but at the end, when it's all it, it I'm going to put that song in. So, let's hear about that. How did that song come about, boys? Well, it was 2020, so it was lockdown. Um, I had just turned 15 and was messed about the songwriting, stuff like that. Um, picked up uh, picked up my guitar one day and just tried to write a 60s song with a bit of attitude. That was my approach to it. Um, so the words are very, like, me. It's all about me and this. And we were, I was a 15-year-old and I thought I was cool holding the guitar. So I wrote a song about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then um, it got brought to the band when practice was allowed during lockdown um with it was it was always a hit or miss at that point but that little period where she and the 2020 where you could get out and do stuff you know um the lads came over to my living room with my dad and we sat and just recorded it and everyone added their own wee bits to baseline stuff like that it's just it, it all sort of grew together really really quick it's it's a song that's changed a lot as well over the past three years. The Duncan being in the band and stuff, you know, it's grew and adapted. And it's, but it's still it's. I think it's a good way for people to get to know us because it's happy, it's energetic, but it's also relatable to young people. I think. Brilliant, brilliant. Love that. I look forward to. Hear, I mean, when I, I say I look forward to hearing it. I, when you sent it to me, Leon, and I listened to it, I was um. I wouldn't have expected a band like you to have brought that out. When, and that's not said disrespectfully. What what I mean by that is that's like ahead of your time. So that that's a compliment there. Don't take it the wrong mm -hmm. way as any of you boys. That's a, I was quite shocked, actually. I thought, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And I know for a fact a lot of people will be listening to that and will be thinking the same thing. So I'm looking forward to hearing it again at the end. So is there anyone want to add anything before we... Uh, Say good, say our goodbyes, lads. Um, do you do you want to the uh, music price? Yeah, a couple of things. Um, 
we've entered for the NI Music Prize put on by the OES Centre. Right. Uh, for our most recent single, Car in a Box. Um, if you want to go on, give us a vote for that. Uh, you know, it's a little prize their name. And even just go on and vote for local artists that you like. You know what I mean? Because it's a small scene in Belfast anyway. And if you're from the area, go on and support us and support any band that you like and have a look around the scene. You know, we're all in it together as such. Like, um, Another thing is we're going to try and push for it over the weekend. We've been trying to do it on, but Instagram hasn't let us. Uh, Car in a Box music video with lyrics and stuff like that will be going up very, very soon. Brilliant. Um, and hopefully you can go and give that a listen in your free time. Uh, I think that's it. Is there anything else you guys want to add? Like, Documentary, yeah. The Car in a Box stuff. Yeah. We hopefully will go along west side with it from footage from at the recording studio and at practice and stuff. Yeah. So it'll be Definitely, Bob. That's us. Really, isn't it? Yeah, man, I think that's us. Yeah. yeah. You, you happy, boys? I mean, Duncan, yeah. you, you haven't smiled for about 30 minutes, mate. So <laughs> there he is. There he is. There he is. We got one. <laughs> boys, thank you very much for joining me. And as I said, thank you for having us. No, nah, not a problem, boys. Not a problem. As I said, I like I like you all, and I like what you're doing, and um, I believe in I believe in the cause, as they say. So keep it up, lads. All right, that's my yeah. advice to you. And um, as I say, I will get this all edited out, and then we will smash it all over social media. So, boys, listen. Don't worry, don't. If you could all exit in a timely yep. manner, first say your goodbyes. Yes, thank you, everyone. Go check us out. You know, give us a listen, see what you think. And just, yeah, just give us a bit of time. You might like us, you might not. But listen, take care, everyone. Have a good one. Lovely. Well done, mate. Thank you. Bye. See you later. Bye, take care. Thanks for having me. No, Bye. thanks for joining me. <laughs> see ya. Take care. Bye. See you later, boys. Leo. So there we have it. That was the second episode of talking to mod um again there were some technical issues which i thought was them but it happened to be my wi-fi connection so there we go that's magic as they say so those of you who are sticking around at the end of this podcast i will be playing the new single oh yeah but from me thank you very much for joining and i look forward to seeing you on the third episode of talking with mod god bless you all.